0: Hello and welcome to the July edition of In Conversation With, the Lancet HIV's podcast. I am Editor-in-Chief Peter Hayward and this month's issue of the journal is as packed as ever. Several pieces in the issue look at the effects of punitive drug legislation on HIV epidemics, with the editorial specifically calling for an end to the US war on drugs, and the feature and profile looking at the situation in Eastern Europe and Central Asia, where softening of drug policies could have substantial health and economic benefits. I'd also like to draw your attention to a research paper looking at HIV among men who have sex with men in England, a population where scale-up of testing and treatment and access to PrEP is making elimination of HIV transmission by 2030 a real possibility. But now, sticking with the subject of pre-exposure prophylaxis, I'm going to talk to Dr. Elias Dar about a research paper called HIV pre-exposure prophylaxis for men who have sex with men in West Africa. This paper was published recently online and is included in the July issue of the journal. Elias is the National Coordinator for Burkina Faso and the Principal Investigator of the COMSM PrEP study, which is an oral HIV pre exposure prophylaxis demonstration project in West Africa. Elias is based at the Institut National de Santé Publique in the Centre Maraz in Obu Dialasu, Burkina Faso. Hello there, Elias. Thank you so much for joining me today to talk about your study. Good morning, Peter. Thank
1: you for you to, to, for giving me the opportunity to discuss with you about our recent publication on oral HIV pre-exposure prophylaxis
0: for men who have sex brain in West Africa. Great, it's, it's absolutely my pleasure. So this paper uh, you're reporting, it's a multi-country demonstration project that took place in West Africa, in Burkina Faso, in Côte d'Ivoire, in Mali and Togo. As you're based in Burkina Faso, I wonder if you could tell me a little bit about the HIV epidemic there um, in general, and what is the situation in Burkina Faso, and how does it compare to the wider epidemic in West Africa? You know, in Burkina Faso, HIV infection epidemic
1: is concentrated in in key population, including MSM. However, in uh, in MSM, it range between two. To 2% to, to 8%. For all the West Africa, the situation is almost the same, where HIV epidemic is mixed or concentrated in, uh, in key populations, including MSM. And uh, in 2020, United reports show that in our region, median HIV prevalence was in MSM was uh, 13.3%. And in addition, 21% of all new
0: HIV infection in this region occurred in MSM, you know. So, right, so that's really, um, they really are a sort of important population to reach, if to tackle the HIV epidemic in the region. So this study uh, is looking specifically at men who have sex with men. Um, what is life like for this population in Burkina Faso and in some of the other countries included in the study?
1: In Burkina Faso, MSM are socially, legally, as well as economically, vulnerable. Sometimes they are faced strong stigmatization and sometimes they are suffering from physical violence. These conditions have negative impacts on their access to healthcare and and on healthcare services delivery. However, since uh, 2011, our national program for fight against HIV AIDS took into took into account MSM in HIV national response, so since this date, it exists uh, HIV screening, HIV prevention services and care activities for them that are mainly offered by community based organizations. in West Africa, Life for MSM is similar to the counterparts for from Burkina Faso. in addition, in some countries like Togo or Ghana, same-sex is criminalized. And in other countries like Mauritania and some states of upper Nigeria, MSM are at risk for death sentence of capital punishment. That is the situation, you know.
0: Yeah, so it's... Um... I mean, it seems like an understatement to say that, you know, it's challenging to be um, a man who has sex with men in the region. Yes, it's a great challenge. Um, yeah. So um, you're looking at, uh, this. the study is looking at sort of giving PrEP to men who have sex with men. One of the hurdles to the rollout of pre-exposure prophylaxis is actually Knowledge about uh, this intervention to prevent HIV acquisition. Would you say that um, PrEP is well known to men who have sex with men in Burkina Faso and, and the other study countries? Uh, yes,
1: indeed. It, it, PrEP was well known. You know, like in Burkina Faso, uh, most of West African MSM live in urban cities. And so they have Connection, connections, and information with their counterparts from developed countries and from elsewhere, uh, through technical information, social social network, so they have some information about prep. Moreover, our demonstration project, CoMSM Prep, facilitated the
0: diffusion of prep information in this community. So, so uh, the men are getting their knowledge. From projects such as your demonstration project, but also from their connections within, within the community, both in the country and, and sort of internationally, it sounds like.
1: Yes, yes, it's like this.
0: Yeah, great. That's, uh, that's really interesting. So can you tell me a little bit about um, the motivation behind your study and perhaps briefly explain some of your key findings?
1: Previous research studies like PROUD or IPREX or or IPERGUE already demonstrated the efficacy of PrEP in MSM in developed countries. So as a result, we wanted for our study to know how to best implement this new HIV prevention tool in MSM in the context of West Africa. In our published article we have interesting findings. First, 519 Eight MSM were included in the study. Of them, three-quarters of them chose event driving prep, and one quarter chose daily prep. During the follow-up, 13% of, of those who chose event driving prep and 42% of those who were on daily prep switched prep regimen at least once. In our study, also overall HIV. Incidence was estimated to 2.3 per 100 person-years. However, it was reduced by 79% when we compare it with that of the same cohort before the availability of PrEP. And uh, in our study, we also showed that adherence to oral PrEP was suboptimal. Only uh, 41% of participants with even-driven PrEP and uh 71% of those who who was on daily prep reported good address. We also show that 27% of participants were lost to follow-up. We also show that we we found only one case of resistance to HIV drug, mainly FTC. And uh one of the last, finally one of the last. Our oh, last finding is uh, that we we found no risk of compensation among users. Yes, for example, the, the frequency of condomless anal sex, as well as the prevalence of STI, gonorrhea, chlamydia, syphilis, remained stable. And furthermore, the, the number of, of, of male sex partners decreased. That are the main findings I have to, to, to share with you in this interview.
0: So generally, it seems like reasonably positive findings, but some challenges around making sure that usage is, is optimal. So in your study, um, PrEP was made available through community-based clinics in city locations. Why did you choose this approach and how did the clinics engage with the population and uh, help to minimise risks around sort of stigma and and that sort of thing? Uh,
1: Thank you, Peter. You know, in in, in our context, some community-based organisations working in fight against HIV AIDS are fully engaged for MSM and some of them already offer... Friendly healthcare services to MSM. In the four cities, in the four countries where where the study is conducted, the study sites were Centre Oasis of African Solidarity in Ouagadougou, Burkina Faso; clinic Confiance of Espace Confiance in Abidjan, Cote d'Ivoire; clinic des Hall of Arcade Santé Plus in in, in Bamako, Mali and Saint Lucia of uh, Lucia of Espoir V Togo in Lomé, Togo. Furthermore, our previous studies named CoMSM, who was a, a proposition of uh, a combined prevention tools without PrEP, was conducted in the same community-based clinics, and this one allowed them to, to own more experience for conduction of studies. So we did no challenge in this design for Prep.
0: The organizations are are well-versed in working with the community, but also in in engaging in this sort of research. Yes. On the basis of of your work, what do you see as the major opportunities and challenges for wider PrEP rollouts across the region um and in Burkina Faso in, in particular?
1: First, I want to say that our work our work is welcome and useful to West African National Airs program. It's very useful. And our findings are now guiding the prep rollout in Burkina Faso as well as in other West African countries. Moreover, as a principal investigator of QMSM prep projects in my country, Burkina Faso. I'm um, associated in development of PrEP rollout guidelines. And the uh, central oasis in which we conducted our study is also a part of community-based clinics which are identified for the PrEP rollout. For challenges, for me, the main challenge will be to success the PrEP rollout nationally. Indeed, we we have to to, to do the capacity building of the identified PrEP centers with good training, optimal delivery of PrEP services, including drugs, biological tests, follow-up and refill of drugs. Another challenge for me will be to succeed retention among PrEP users in the program and to ensure them good adherence, because we know that, if there is good adherence, there is no zero conversion, HIV zero conversion. In And uh, for the PrEP rollout in our country, we plan to use HIV first test generation for HIV testing. And as it is known, we could miss recent HIV infections. So another challenge will be to screen them within the month following the initiation of PrEP. If there is, yes. And uh, finally, I think another challenge could be to find the stigmatization related to PrEP users because that could injure their acceptability as well as adherence.
0: Thank you very much for that. And thank you for joining me to talk about your study today. Um It's really great to get... um this insight from you into into your work.
1: Thank you, also, uh, Peter, and uh, I'm also happy. I'm, I'm very happy and uh, to share with you my my, my insight because I'm uh, on the field and uh, I'm happy to to share with you my my insight. I want to to thank all the participants of this project, also all the teams in all countries in South countries, in North countries, in all the older teams, uh, because they allow us to to conduct an original and an important project. I mean, this one will very, very change the, the scope of our epidemic, our HIV epidemic in our region.
0: I really hope so. And I certainly feel like it can do, so yeah. Great. Okay. Well, thank you, Elias, uh, for, for joining me today for the podcast.
1: Thank you. Thank thank you, Peter. I'm very happy. Thank you.
0: We think that if you found Elias and colleagues' study interesting, you might also like to take a look at a paper by John Knuthier and colleagues, which we published in the January 2020 issue of The Lancet HIV. That paper looks at PrEP uptake and early continuation among pregnant women and postpartum women within maternal and child health clinics in Kenya. And that's another report of an implementation project. Finally, I really hope you enjoyed the conversation with Elias today. And if you did, why not subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to make sure you join us next time when we'll continue the conversation.